have you ever looked at your event footage and thought, how could I make this look more impressive? Because let's face it, perception matters. Whether it's for your social media posts or for sizzle reels or repurposing behind a paywall, you want it to look good, right? And if that's you, then you are in the right place. Today, we're going to talk about repurposing event footage, but more specifically, what you need to do before your event even starts to make sure that the stuff that you shoot is good enough to use later. Because gosh knows, it is an investment (laughs) to shoot an event, and we don't want that shoot, shoot that we just invested in to go to waste. Am I right? Here's the thing. I watch y'all on social media like a hawk. I also buy the courses. I attend the events. I watch the virtual events. <laughs> I'm like Santa. He knows when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. I've been listening to a lot <laughs> of Christmas music lately. And the thing is, I see stuff that's not good. And I also hear the stories of the CEOs not wanting to use the footage that they've got. And that's what inspired me to do this episode for you because I don't want you to be in that position. And it's preventable, (laughs) right? You know, we always talk about how you can prevent problems before they're problems. This is one of those things. This is one of those times. So why is this so important? And what are you going to do with it? Or what could you do with it? I'm guessing I don't have to tell you, but as a little refresher, you could take your event footage and put it behind a paywall and sell the recordings. You could take your event footage and make a sizzle reel out of it and sell it at your event. You could make a speaker sizzle reel and a speaker intro video so that you have stronger assets to go sell yourself to bigger stages. You could create clips for social media content so that you're off that hamster wheel of creating fresh content all the time. You could take your event footage and create all sorts of social content to create FOMO in real time. That's one of my favorites, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You get it. I'm guessing that you already have ideas of how you would use event footage if it was impressive. I remember one of my kiddos first or second or third birthdays, I couldn't afford a professional photographer, but I did have the the wherewithal to know that my photos would not be photos that I would want to look at again, like a decade or two decades and be wildly impressed, but that I was going to put on an impressive (laughs) birthday party. And so I invited a friend who had a great camera and asked them to take pictures. And we got some beautiful assets to look back on. And I'm so thankful. And then as the years went on, we started hiring a professional photographer and they got even better. And I'm even more impressed and willing to share those photos. And I share this because I think the same thing will happen with your events. The more impressed you feel inside, (laughs) the more that you're going to release that fear and, and share it with the world. And we need you to share it because then you can impact more people, right? 
So good looking stuff is a good thing to have. So gather those ideas of what you would use your footage for if you had that great looking footage, whether it's photography or videography or a combination of the both. And I want you to do some even deeper work. I know you already have like three things you could probably jot down right now while you and I are hanging out here that you would do with that footage. But let's take it a step further. Let's let's do a visualization of what you're going to do with your footage. What are your goals? Because when you envision your footage goals before the event, you can do an even better job of painting the picture of what you want to your team and vendors so that they can go make it happen for you. So I, I'm, I'm thinking that a really good idea would be for you to capture stuff that you see. And it could be while you're watching Netflix, or it could be while you're scrolling social, or it could be inside of a course that you're binging. But I want you to, or maybe it's even at an event and it's it's a look, but I want you to create almost kind of like a mood board of sorts, but also like a a shot list. Do you remember back to when you were planning your wedding and you had this intricate list of a hundred different photos that you wanted your photographer to take of the big day? And then maybe you're like me and those photos have never come off the flash drive and gone on to the, the wall. But that's another story for another day. But that level of like minutia level detail, that excitement that you had for planning such a like a detailed shot list for your photographer or is it this is just me I don't know if everyone does that or if it's just me because I'm being a retentive but I had that like 100 shot list and I imagine that other people do too and perhaps if you're listening to this podcast you are attentive to details just like me and that you love them and think they're important And so maybe you do, you can't imagine what it's like to have a shot list like that. Well, think of that level of detail as you're going into your event. And I know now you're like maybe years or decades past your wedding and you don't have time like that anymore (laughs) to obsess over stuff like that. But that level of vision of what you want is important because like the team can't do what you want on a fly. And I know we've done a an episode on this, so I won't belabor the point, but there are things that will need to happen weeks and maybe even months in advance of your event in order to accomplish certain goals. And let me give you an example. So if you want a cinematic look, like maybe you want more angles or maybe you want a 360 degree shot or maybe you want overhead shots or long sweeping moves. Well, then your team would need to rent a jib and or a drone and hire the na- labor needed to run it 
and plan how that's going to fit into the space diagram for the room. Do you see like where I'm going with this? Or let's say lighting, that's huge. The right lighting can make or break (laughs) the footage. And you may need based on your vision to be to bring in a professional lighting designer, not just take kind of the the run of the mill lighting that comes with the space that you're in, but bring in additional lights. Imagine the first time you shot your, your course or set up your studio for better lighting on zoom or recording your video podcast and you had to mess with the lights. Well, that same but like on steroids happens at events and can like you can there's there's basic lighting that makes it so the people in the room can see you and then there's next level lighting that makes it so that it looks when you take this footage and you go put it on Instagram it looks good and it looks like it's Netflix quality <laughs> clips on the socials so stuff like the type of equipment like lighting or jibs or the number of video cameras or the number of people maybe it's someone following you around while you're backstage and you're getting ready and you're talking with people or you're walking through the hallways and you're shaking hands and holding babies like that kind of stuff requires a lot of pre-planning And it's not planning you have to do. The only thing you have to do is get clear on your vision for what you're going to use this stuff for and be super clear on communicating that vision to your team or vendors, and then they'll go make it happen. But if they don't know what it is and how important it is to you, then they can't figure out all these things. Other things that they have to figure out are stuff like the background. I think you might remember we talked about this in a little bit more detail back in the episode with uh, Adam Coleman, and it was all about how he adjusts the height of the logo that's center stage behind the presenter so that it's actually kind of low if you're thinking in the context of the room, the ballroom and the audience it's looking at it. But when you look at that on in footage that's on socials later, it looks real good because it's kind of right in a, in an, in a line of sight behind the speaker. So you can get that branding of the event and the speaker and it's not cut off because it's too high or something. So stuff like the background and framing, also big things to take into consideration and stuff that would, because that's part of the scenic would need to happen like way in advance. And I love intentionality like this because it allows you to really double dip and maximize your time because why do something so amazing, like put on an event with hours and hours and hours of mic drop moments and gems of wisdom and then not pick all that up and go put it somewhere else so that you can bring even more people into the room next time or impact even more lives from afar. It, it's a huge opportunity. 
So, so after you've kind of made sure that your vision is clear and you've communicated, then you can be out and not worry about it until after the event when you just review the footage and some draft outputs and decide, is this what you want? If not, then just simply take it as a learning, albeit an expensive one, <laughs> likely, and then wash, rinse, and repeat. But I, it's almost like I'm glad I just made a Freudian slip and, slip and said it was expensive. It's an investment, right? And we do have to frame it that way. And I know we've, I just did an episode for you on like, why is this like such an expensive sport? <laughs> and this is one of those pieces that, yeah, it just, it feels expensive, but the expertise that we're investing in, the equipment that we're investing in, the time that we're investing in, it's, it's huge. So it's worth it, especially if you've already mapped out the vision of where this is all going to go. So yeah, that's um, kind of the last step is just to review it, refine, learn, and try again. Because obviously people make movies every day that look absolutely beautiful. So you can too. And it's just a matter of Mm, yeah, that's kind of like the look I'm going for. And these are kind of the things that I want to use that look in. And so how, go make that happen, please. <laughs> I wish I'd had that foresight when I was hiring my wedding photographer. And gosh, how long was it? it it's a while ago now. Like I lost time. It's more than 15 years and it's less than 20. And I wish I knew that photographers had portfolios that you could review and assess like, that style of photography was your thing so that you got the style. So I got the style of wedding photos that I wanted. So I'm definitely more of a candid, casual kind of person than a like formal person posed kind of person. I really love storytelling in photography and videography. And I think that style, it translates really well into the direct response marketing, social media space. And if I could give you one tip in all of this, it would be to think about the story arc or hire somebody who would think about the story arc for you so that they're capturing footage in a way that could be stitched together into a story later. I think that's, I think that's key. Okay. I will get off my repurposing soapbox now, but know that everything that we just talked about is really all the stuff that happens before the event. It's There's nothing for you to worry about in the moment, as long as you've just painted the picture ahead of time.
Not a Brene Brown thing. I feel like she writes about that in Atlas of the Heart. That book is so good, by the way, of how important painting the picture is. Yeah. Okay. I hope this was helpful. It really is as simple as taking a beat to tap into what you really, really want, making sure your team knows what it is and how important it is to you, and then stepping out until it's all done, and then taking stock and learning, iterating, debrief as a team, like nobody knows what's going on in your head but you (laughs) let them know let them in i think i've been reading a lot of personal development books lately (laughs) oh yes okay thank you for hanging out with me today i appreciate it i value your time and attention i wish you an absolutely outstanding rest of the week take care. Thank you for listening to the Green Room Central podcast. If you loved this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and post it to Instagram and be sure to tag at Sarah Faithler and let me know why you liked it and what you'd like to hear or who you'd like to hear from in the future. That'll help me know what to create for you. Also, if scaling events in your business sounds like something you want to tackle this year and you need a coach, let's connect to see if one-on-one coaching is for you. Just go to greenroomcentral.com. You and I can work together one-on-one throughout the course of the year and dive deep into the inner workings of your events and business. You'll receive mentorship, personalized feedback, and customized guidance to define your goals and achieve your next level of success. Just go to greenroomcentral.com right now to apply. I appreciate your commitment to leveling up and learning the mindset and strategy of live events. Keep going. Keep learning. If you want more, head over to greenroomcentral.com for show notes and all the links from today's episode.